Chapter 6. The Sunset My first thought as I heard the code being input into the door was that it was Hosok's mom coming to check up on me. But as soon as the door opened, familiar voices filled the apartment. Changbin. Luna! We're here! Oh, there you are. We brought dinner. Changbin strolled right in like it was his own apartment while the others hesitantly walked in. Me. Guys, come in. Changbin, how did you know my passcode? Changbin. It was easy to guess. Minho. Sorry we couldn't stop him. Me. It's fine. Changbin. Luna, what's this? It doesn't look like Korean food. Me. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a foreigner. I'm not Korean at all. The boys in Unji laughed and teased Changbin. I got out some extra cups and handed them out. Me. Uh, I should go to the convenience store and get some drinks. I'll be right back. Jongin. I'll help you. Jongin stood up and followed me out. Jason came running out to catch up to us. Jason, I'll help you get the drinks we like. I nodded and they followed me to the convenience store. They put on their masks to avoid possibly getting recognized. I greeted the clerk, who seemed to be surprised to see me again. Clerk. Oh, you have company. Me. Unexpectedly. They're friends. If I had known they were coming, I would have been prepared ahead of time. Clerk. I guess you have enough help. He smiled shyly when suddenly Jisung set down the drinks with a loud thud, making me jump. I turned to see him eyeing the clerk. The clerk took the drinks and started to scan them quietly. Jisung. Nuna, is he bothering you? Me. No, he was just offering to help me out. He saved me from the stalker last time. Jisung. Ah, I see. Thank you for that, but just so you know, Nuna's going to get back together with my Hyung, so don't get any ideas. Jisung left some money on the counter and grabbed the bags with the drinks to hand them over to Jongin. He then grabbed my hand and dragged me out of the store. I turned back to apologize to the clerk who just waved goodbye with an awkward smile. Me. What was that? Jisung. He was flirting with you, didn't you know? Me. No, he wasn't. He was just... Jisung. Nuna, trust me. A guy doesn't act like that with just anyone. Don't go there anymore. He'll get the wrong idea. Me. Oh, but that was a rude way of saying things. He suddenly stopped walking, making me and Jongin crash into him. He let go of my hand and turned to face me with a serious expression. Jisung. Do you even still like Chan Hyung? Me. Of course I do. Jisung. Are you sure? Me. Positive. Jisung. Why? How do you know you like him? I took a pause to gather my thoughts and looked him in the eye. Me. I like who I am when I'm with him. I feel happy and loved. Hosok used to call me his safe space, but I never knew what that meant or what that felt like until I met Chan. Jason, then why can't you go back to him yet? Me. Because... Because I'm afraid. I felt a knot form in my throat as I began tearing up. I took a moment to gather myself before continuing. Me. Ho Hosok held on even though he knew he was still struggling with his depression. He knew he would end his life one day despite having me in his life. I don't want to put Chan through that trouble. Chan deserves so much love and happiness. I just... I just want to be sure I can give him that. Jisung softened his expression and patted my shoulder. Jongin sniffed as he put the bags in one hand and grabbed onto my arm. Jongin. Or sorry, Nuna. Jisung. Mm, I didn't mean to upset you. I shook my head and reached for one of the bags Jongin was holding. Me. Come on, they might end up worrying. I wiped away the tears and we headed back quietly. As soon as we walked in, Changbin began scolding us for taking too long. Changbin, we haven't been able to eat because we were waiting for you. Why did you take so long? What's your excuse? It better be a good one. Jisung, I had to put the clerk in his place. Hyunjin, what? Why? Sungmin, was he bothering you all? Jisung, he was flirting with Nuna. 
boys, what? Jason, guys, true or not true? When a guy is acting shy and giggling and offering to help out a girl, is that not flirting? Jongin, I thought he was just being friendly, gentlemanly. Changmin, you're still too young to understand. He was definitely flirting. Sungmin, how can you be so sure? Felix, Nuna, what exactly happened? I sighed and started from the beginning. I told him how he had helped me when I had been followed, and then I mentioned the conversation from before I had gone to pick up Unji. Then Jisung took over and told him about what happened a while ago. He exaggerated a bit, but in the end, even Onji went along with the boys, saying that he had definitely been flirting. I rolled my eyes as they were in an uproar. Me. Unbelievable. Changbin. You are no longer allowed to go there. Send Onji Nuna or the security guard or anyone else. Minho. Why would Onji go? Onji. Why not? They looked at each other for a moment before Minho turned away shyly. Jisung handed out the drinks and we finally started eating. The boys naturally started a new topic and joked around, making the evening fly by. Before we knew it, their manager was calling them that he was already on his way to pick them up. We said goodbye, and they left just as noisily as they had come. After we cleaned up, we got into bed feeling exhausted. We didn't even talk. We both fell asleep fairly quickly. We woke up the next morning still feeling a bit tired, but eventually made it to work. After opening, Unji said she was going out to buy some breakfast since we hadn't eaten. She came back a while later, and we ate quietly as it was a slow morning. By the afternoon, it seemed to pick up. The rest of the day flew by, and staying open an hour later got us a few extra sales from the referrals that the other man had sent. We decided to give them a discount card that we had from a previous promotion we had tried out. The men seemed happy and said they would try to get us more referrals. We thanked them and finally got around to closing. I had gone back to organize the files for tomorrow. Anji had gone to the inventory room to get the boxes ready for the next morning. I thought I had heard someone at the door, but before I could go check, my phone rang. Me. Hello? Felix. Nuna, are you all done with work? Me. Yes, why? Felix. All right, we're here to give you a ride home. It's just for tonight since we have time. Me. Oh, Felix, you really didn't. Felix, don't worry, Nuna. It's a temporary solution, at least until we figure something out or they catch that creep. Me. All right, fine. We'll be out soon. I hung up and went to look for Onji. I let her know the boys were waiting for us, and she left the boxes alone and wiped her hands on her jeans. Onji. All right, we can do that tomorrow. I laughed and went to bring my things. We locked up and met up with the boys. They dropped us off at my apartment and headed back to their dorms. Onji and I went inside and had a light dinner before taking a shower and going to bed. Onji. Ah, oh, I'm ready for another vacation. Me. Well, your party's already this weekend. Onji. Oh, that's true. I can't wait. I'm most curious about your gift. Me. I prepared this very well. Onji. Can you promise to accept it without any hesitation? Onji. What the heck? Why? Me. Can you promise me that right now or not? I was lying on my back staring at the ceiling and saw her turn to look at me out of the corner of my eye. Onji. Onni. Me. Never mind. Good night. I turned over to face the wall. She didn't say anything and turned off the lamp. I had trouble sleeping, so I got up and went to the balcony. I sat on the chair and stared at the night sky. At first, my mind was blank, but then I found myself thinking about everything all at once. My main concern was Unji's gift. I really wanted her to accept it without worrying. I knew it was something she really wanted, and I didn't want to hold her back anymore. I wanted her to be free and enjoy the things she loved without worrying about me. She had protected me all she could and done everything for my sake. I figured if I was the one giving her the gift, she'd know that it was because I was ready to take care of myself. Chan, just a little longer. If I can get through this. If I can prove 
to myself that I can get through all this on my own, I'll run back to you, if you're still waiting by then. I got up and went back inside. Things were a bit awkward between me and Anji after that until the day of her birthday party. I got up earlier than usual and prepared her breakfast. I set an envelope by her plate and set her alarm for a different time. I quietly went to the boutique without her and opened on my own. It was mid-morning when my phone rang and I answered Anji's call. Anji, Anni, what's this? Why did you leave without me? Me, it's part of your surprise. Take the day off to pamper yourself before the party. Anji, why didn't we go together? Me, come on, aren't you sick of me already? Everyone needs some alone time. Just enjoy it and don't worry about anything. I gotta go. I hung up before she could object. I was able to take care of the boutique on my own without any incidents. We closed at our normal time so I could go home and change for the party. As I closed up the store, I heard someone call my name. I turned to see Manager Kim waiting for me. Manager Kim, are you ready to go? I nodded and he drove me home. Before I got off, he stopped me and reached for something in the back seat. He gave me a wrapped box. Me. Oh, is this for Onji? I'll... Manager Kim. No, it's for you. The boys wanted to get you something also. I stared at the box, hesitating. Manager Kim. Don't feel burdened. Please take it. I reached for the box and took it. Manager Kim said he'd wait so he could drive me to the venue. I thanked him and went upstairs. I took a quick shower and put on a bit of makeup. I was about to check my closet for something to wear when I looked back at the box. What could it be? It does look like the gift boxes we used to wrap up clothes. Could it be? I went over to unwrap it and sure enough, there was a dress. I carefully took it out of the box and admired it. it sure is beautiful. I decided to wear it and quickly finished getting dressed before heading back down. As I waited for the elevator, I checked my phone and saw Unji had sent a message and I let her know I was already on my way. As I sent the message, I heard the elevator doors open and I looked up to see the clerk from the convenience store. Me. Oh, it's you. You live in this building? Clerk. Uh, yes, actually, we live on the same floor. <clears throat> you, you look really pretty. I got on the elevator and instead of getting off, he stayed on and pushed the ground floor. Me. Oh, thank you. Wait, so are we neighbors? Clerk. You could say that. I live a few doors down. Me. Wow. What a coincidence. Clerk. Are are you going on a... <clears throat> are, are you going somewhere? Me. Yes, it's my best friend's birthday party. I'd invite you to come along, but it's a private event. I'm sorry. Clerk. Oh, don't worry. It's all right. I have to study anyway. Me. Oh, what are you studying? He showed me his textbooks as the elevator stopped. He got out with me and stopped by the exit. Me. Those must be intense. He laughed shyly and shook his head. <laughs> it's nothing. Me. Well, I have to get going. By the way, I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Clerk. Ah, I'm Sunwoo. He held out his hand and I shook it. Me. I'm Annie. Nice to officially meet you. Sunwoo. Yes, it's nice to officially meet you too. Me. Then I'll see you around. Good luck studying. I waved goodbye and ran to Manager Kim's car. Manager Kim. Who, who was that? Me. Uh, he's the clerk that helped me with the stalker. Manager Kim. Oh, he's the one the boys were talking about. Me. I guess they really do report everything. We laughed and headed towards the venue. We arrived and got down together. When we entered, I saw that everyone was already there, even Hosok's mom. Some other staff was there and Manager Kim went to sit with them after greeting Anji and Hosok's mom. I set her gift down along with the others and went to go greet them. As I approached them, I realized Chan was also there. I froze, not knowing what to say or how to act until Unji came over and pulled me into the group.
I tried to greet everyone as normally as possible, but my voice was shaky and I made things a little awkward. Changbin. Nuna, what's wrong with you? Me. Uh, sorry. I must be tired. I'll be right back. I excused myself and went into the ladies' room. I took a few deep breaths and tried to calm down before going back out. I went to sit with them and tried to act normal again. Chan had sat at the other end of the table while I sat with Dunji at the opposite end. The venue staff brought out the food and we ate while continuing to chat. The good thing was the boys were always hyper. They always had something to talk about, which made me a little less tense. We laughed and joked around a bit before Onji got up wanting to dance. She dragged me to the dance floor even though she knew I didn't know how to dance. I felt a little awkward since it was just us, but soon the boys got up and even got some of the staff to join us so it wouldn't be too awkward. And of course, the music soon slowed down and I saw Minho whisper something to Felix before they both nodded and came over to us. Minho. Onji, can I have this dance? Anji tried to hide her smile, but I could tell she was excited about him asking. Felix had asked me to dance, and I of course said yes, though they could have their moment without being too obvious. Felix. Sorry you feel awkward, but Anji insisted he come too. He wanted to stay behind to avoid making you feel uncomfortable. Me. I'm actually glad he's here, though, even if I still can't talk to him. I've missed him so much more than usual these days. Felix nodded and gave me a faint smile. Out of the corner of my eye, I could see Chan watching us dance. If only it were you dancing with me now. I knew it was my own fault, but I was determined to prove myself to myself first. The song ended and we went back to sit down. Me. Should we sing happy birthday now? The others agreed and the staff brought out the cake. We sang happy birthday and Unji blew out the candles. We clapped and started handing out the cake. Me. Wait. Before we start eating the cake. Changmin. No, no! Why? Me. I want to make a toast. Unji has been the greatest friend and the best little sister I could ever ask for. She's always taken care of me without me asking, and she's never once complained about it. She's truly an amazing person, always proving that she's capable of doing anything she sets her mind to. Happy birthday, Unji. Please continue to live a long and happy life, just like this. Unji teared up and the boys clapped and wished her a happy birthday. She stood up and gave me a hug. I patted her back and told her to stop crying. Unji... You rarely say things like that. Me. But you already know this is how I feel. Anji. Still. Thank you. I nodded and told her to eat her cake. After they finished eating, the boys brought over their gifts. Anji. Is it okay to open them now? They all nodded and urged her to open them. She opened the gifts randomly and I lost track of who gave her what. The boys had all made her crafts that she could use for decorations or to hold her jewelry. They also made her birthday cards and she was just ecstatic. She was genuinely happy to receive all her gifts and kept thanking them. Hosok's mom came over and gave her a gift too. Anji opened it and gasped. She looked up at her and Hosok's mom explained. Oma, it's one of my old dresses. I heard you say you wanted to update vintage clothing, so I thought I should give you this to get you started. Anji got up and hugged her. She thanked her over and over until Hosok's mom had to peel her off. I helped Anji sit back down and Hosok's mom went to sit back down and Anji looked at me and asked about my gift. I had been feeling anxious about it and wondered if I should give it to her now or in private. I hesitated for a while, then looked over at Minho. I gave him an apologetic look and he looked back at me confused. I looked back at Anji and nodded. I stood up and went to get my present. I slowly set it down in front of her and it was like she suddenly remembered the other night when I had asked if she could accept it without any hesitation. She looked at the bag, then at me. She took a deep breath and took out the envelope. She stared at it, almost too scared to open it. Changbin. The suspense is killing me! What is it?
Jan. Changbin, stop it. Unji tried to laugh it off, but I could see the tears forming in her eyes. She finally opened the envelope. She took out the tickets first and sighed in relief. Unji. Tickets to Italy? Wow, Oni, thank you so much. Me. Don't thank me yet. Take out the other thing. She looked at me half confused, half worried. She looked back at the envelope and took out the other paper that was inside. She read it carefully, then looked up at me surprised. Onji. What is this? Oni. What is this? I couldn't face her. I tried to find the best way to explain it when Minho got up and came to yank the paper out of her hands. Onji. Oni. Please. I finally looked up at her and sighed. Me. I'm tired of holding you back. I want you to focus on yourself from now on. You have a dream. Don't waste any more time taking care of me. Go chase your own dream. By then, some of the other boys had gotten up to look at the paper in Minho's hands and murmured to themselves. Minho walked out and Unji was still staring at me in disbelief. Unji. Is that really how you feel? Oni, I never thought of you as a burden. How could you say that? Don't put words in my mouth. Me. How could I not? You don't think it doesn't break my heart to see you only focus on me? I feel weak and powerless and useless. You missed out on so much because you always worried about leaving me behind alone. You lost friends because they couldn't stand how quiet and boring I was. But I'm not that person anymore. Anji, I can be alone now. I can take care of myself now. I don't need you to protect me anymore. I want you to be selfish now. I want you to achieve your dreams. At least go for one semester to see if you like it. Please, can't you do that much? Onji, you don't need me anymore? I did all that because I wanted to. Me, I need you. Of course I need you. But I just don't need you in the same way anymore. You taking care of me and doing everything with me or for me is not good for me. I need to be able to do things on my own. I need to learn to pick myself up on my own. I need to be stronger and more confident. Onji, Oni, but how can I leave you? Me. I won't be completely alone. I turned to see Hosok's mom as well as the boys who were all quietly listening to us. They looked up at her and nodded reassuringly. Felix, we won't let anything happen to her. Chengbin, we'll look out for her no matter what. Jongin, don't worry, Nuna. Anji looked at me and I smiled at her. I took her hand and held it in mine for a moment. Anji, fine, I'll go for one semester, but just one. Please take this opportunity seriously. I went through a lot of trouble getting you into that school. I already paid the tuition. Onji. Onni! Why? Me. To make sure you went. We'll enjoy Italy for a while, but then I'm coming back alone to take care of the boutique while you study. Onji. <sighs> All right, fine, but you have to call me every day. Me. No promises. I'll call you when I can. Onji. Onni! Me. All right. All right. I smiled at her and patted her head. She excused herself and went into the ladies' room. I took the chance to go look for Minho outside. I found him by the door, staring at the ground. Me. I'm sorry I'm sending her away. He looked up at me, startled by my sudden words, but he shook his head. Minho. I can understand having a dream and wanting to achieve it. Me. I would have told her sooner, but... Minho. It's really okay. I heard your reasoning. You have a good reason for doing this. It seemed like all of that was something you wanted to say to Chan Hyung, too. Me. It kind of is. He nodded as he looked back at the ground. 
Minho. It just sucks since we didn't get to spend that much time together. Me. I don't really know your relationship. She hasn't told me. He looked up at me surprised. Minho. Really? Why? I swear I didn't mean for it to be a secret. Me. It's okay. I'm assuming she did it thinking I would get depressed or something, but as long as she's happy, that's all I care about. Minho. I'm sorry. We still should have said something. To all of you. Me. It's alright. You both can confess when she's ready. And I'll continue to pretend I don't know anything. Minho. Thank you. Just then, Onji opened the door and grew wide-eyed as she saw us. Me. You guys should talk. Minho. Later, let's just all go back. Onji held the door open for us and Minho went in first. Onji stopped me but I gave her a look to drop it. We enjoyed the rest of the party and the staff took the boys back. Manager Kim came over and said he would take us back. Anji said she was staying over so he wouldn't have to drive around so much. We headed back together and thanked Manager Kim for the ride. We got in and changed into her pajamas feeling drained but happy. Anji suddenly turned to me and hugged my arm. Anji. Oni? About your gift. Me. You can't take it back. You already said you'd go. Anji. It's not that. It's such a big gift. Are you sure about taking care of the boutique alone? Me. Of course. I want to take this as a challenge. Remember, it's not just for you. This is a gift for me, too. Onji. But you spent so much. Me. As if you haven't spent this much on me? I had a lot of money saved up. It's not a big deal. Take it as payback or good karma for taking such good care of me. Onji. But I should still pay you back. Me. I don't want your money. It will be enough to see you come back as a graduate and a top designer ready to conquer the fashion world. Anji. Oni? You really think I can do it? Honestly? Me. A hundred percent positive. There's not a doubt in my mind. She hugged my arm tighter and I could hear her crying silently. We notified the staff of our upcoming trip and gave them a paid vacation so they would also take a break and relax. They were very excited and thanked us. Time flew by as we prepared for the trip and focused on work to stay on track for when I took over alone. We were packing the last of our things when we heard the door open. We went out to see Hosok's mom along with some of the boys. Me. What's everyone doing here? Felix. We came to give you both a ride to the airport. Changmin. Why? Were you planning on leaving without saying goodbye? Me. Of course not. Felix. The others are in the van downstairs. Onji. Are we all going to fit? Jongin. Well, not everyone came, so I think we'll be fine. We nodded and the boys helped us with our bags. We all headed down, but I realized that I had forgotten my wallet and had to go back. I grabbed it and made sure I wasn't forgetting anything else. I headed downstairs and bumped into Sunwoo. I ended up tripping and he dropped his backpack to help me up. Sunwoo, are you okay? Are you hurt anywhere? Changmin, hey, hands off my Nuna! Me, ignore him. I'm fine, thanks, and sorry for bumping into you. He laughed awkwardly as he helped me up. <laughs> Don't be. I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. Changmin. Nuna! Let's go! Hurry up! I gave him a look and turned back to Sunwoo. Me. I have a flight to catch. Sorry. We'll talk another time. Good luck with your studies. I waved goodbye and ran to catch up to the others. Changmin. Is that the clerk Jisun was talking about? Me. Yes. His name is Sunwoo. Changmin. Oh, he's Sunwoo now? Nuna! Me. Hey, stop yelling at me. I already explained myself to Jisung. If you want to know, ask him or Jongin. Changmin, I will. Felix, Hyung, please. We wanted them to have a happy trip, remember? Changmin was in the middle of texting when Felix reached over and put his phone down. Changmin, 
Fine. Countess. Nuna, how long will you be gone for? Anji. Ani is coming back after a week. I'll be home for Christmas break. Sungmin. Oh, that's such a long time. Jungmin. I'm sure it will fly by. Felix. Just enjoy your trip and study hard. Changmin. But don't forget about us. Me. I'm sure we'll be able to hear your yelling all the way in Italy. The boys laughed and we continued to joke around until we got to the airport. They helped us take down our bags and we had to say goodbye as they had to get back. Hosok's mom gave us a hug as well as some snacks. Oma, I'll stop by both apartments when I have the chance every other day just to make sure everything is all right. Me, thank you. We'll send a message when we land. Felix, Annie Nuna, since we dropped you off, the others will come pick you up. Make sure to let us know when you're coming back. Changmin, and don't forget to message us every day too. Me, thank you all for sending us off. Get back safely. We waved goodbye and headed inside as we heard Changbin yelling about messaging him every day. The others tried to keep him quiet and we just laughed. Me, are you okay leaving without saying goodbye to Minho? Anji, I tried calling him but he didn't answer. Oni, I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner. Me, forget about it. You had your reasons. Anji, I guess I do put you before me a lot. I didn't want you to feel like I was putting you aside or trying to rub it in your face. Me, I'm fine, really. I just want you to be happy too. Even when Hosok and I got together, you were always there. It's okay for us to have our separate lives as long as we can share it with each other every now and then. Anji, you're right. It's just, with everything that's happened, I just, I was worried. Me, I know, but there's things out of our control that are bound to happen. Like Dr. Beck told me, we have to enjoy the things we love while we can. Anji, she's right. Then let's do that. Let's be brave and do everything we want to so we don't have any regrets. She turned to me suddenly, taking my hands in hers and giving me a worried look. Unji, and that includes giving yourself and Chan another chance. I looked at her for a moment before turning away and getting out of her grasp. Me, we're going to miss our flight. Let's go. I knew she was right, but I didn't want to think about it yet. I didn't want to lose focus and rush things again. We walked to our gate, then got on the plane. We arrived and immediately called Hosok's mom first to let her know we had arrived safely. Since there was now a time difference, we couldn't talk much, so we hung up with her and then sent a message to the group chat we had with the boys. Changmin, where are you right now? Me, on our way to the hotel. Felix, oh, you're staying at a hotel? Me, just for tonight. The bed and breakfast I wanted didn't have an opening until tomorrow. Jisung, oh, what do you all have planned? Anji, Oni has been here before, so she said she'd give me a tour of everything. Jongin, really? Wow, Nuna, you're so cool. Me. Uh, I just traveled a lot after my parents died. I wanted to explore as much as I could and as many places as possible. Kyunjin. Wow, you must have had a lot of fun. Chengmin. We should have gone with you both. Anji. We're here. We'll send you updates later. Boys. Okay, we'll talk later. Me. Good night. Chengbin. It's morning. Anji. But it's nighttime for us. Chengbin. Oh, right. We said goodbye and checked into the hotel. We settled in and went to wash up before getting into bed. We felt exhausted but excited about our little adventure. We didn't get to talk much and we fell asleep quickly. For the rest of the week, we traveled to as many places as we could and took a lot of pictures that we sent to Hosok's mom and the boys. Minho finally got around to replying to the messages and called Anji to apologize for not going to say goodbye. They finally made up and tried to apologize to me again, but I gave them my blessing instead. The week flew by and by the time we knew it, I was dropping her off at school and helping her get settled into the dorms. We met her roommate, who just so happened to also be Korean. I couldn't stay too long, and I forced Unji to stay behind because I didn't want to have a cry fest at the airport. 
I was already feeling anxious about going back and doing everything alone. I messaged the boys before I boarded and let them know what time I'd be there, and they said they'd be waiting for me. I got back to Seoul and didn't see anyone, but assumed they'd be waiting outside to not get noticed by anyone. I went outside, but still didn't see anyone. I checked my phone, but didn't see any missed calls or messages. I assumed that they were maybe just sleeping because it was already so late. I called for a taxi and went home alone. As soon as I opened the door, I heard the boys yell out surprise and blow party horns. I stood at the door shocked that they had broken into my apartment to throw me a surprise party instead of meeting me at the airport. I wasn't mad at them, but I was feeling overwhelmed and burst out crying. The boys began to panic and came over to ask what was wrong. Jongin, Nuna, are you okay? Changbin, hey, why are you crying? Felix, did we scare you? I shook my head and tried to calm down. They grabbed my bags and helped me walk over to the couch. I sat down and the boys brought over some tissues. I wiped away the tears and thanked the boys for the surprise. Hyunjin, are you really okay? Jisung, is it because you miss Onji Nuna? Me. I guess it's everything. When I didn't see you guys at the airport, Changbin, ah, we wouldn't forget about you. We just wanted to surprise you. Sungmin, we're sorry, Nuna. We should have been there for you. Me, it's all right. I thought maybe you all were sleeping. Minho, I'm sorry. I should have been there for you at least. I shook my head again and smiled at the boys. Changmin, this was supposed to be a happy welcome back party, but now it's depressing. Me, uh, I'm sorry. Felix, no, it's okay. We probably didn't think this through too well. Jongin, you must be tired. Minho, mm, we'll be back tomorrow if you still want to celebrate. Me, I just wish I didn't have to be alone. This feels so weird being here without her. Hyunjin, she'll be back before you know it. Changmin, you don't have to be alone. We can call Cha- Minho quickly covered his mouth and pushed him up. The rest of the boys stood up and put the cake away. They said goodbye and promised to call before coming over the next day. I made sure the door and windows were locked before changing into my pajamas. I tossed and turned, but I just couldn't fall asleep. I got up and walked over to the balcony to feel the fresh air. I was standing by the rail, staring at the stars when I heard someone call my name. I looked down to see Sunwoo waving at me. I waved back and he smiled. Sunwoo, I'll meet you upstairs. I nodded and went to wait outside my front door. He got off the elevator and walked over to me as he smiled. Sunwoo, you're back from your trip already? How was it? Where did you go? He suddenly stopped asking questions and blushed as he laughed shyly. I smiled and began to answer his questions. Me. I went to Italy with my best friend to drop her off at university. I just got back a few hours ago, but I just couldn't sleep. Sunwoo, ah, I see. It must be the jet lag. Me. Hmm. Did you get off work? Sunwoo. Yeah, I didn't expect to see you outside, though. I thought maybe something was wrong. Me. No. Well, I hope nothing goes wrong. Sunwoo. Why do you say that? Is something bothering you? Me. There's just been a lot going on this past year. So many things have changed. I know it's normal, but I could really use a break. Sunwoo. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm sure things will get better for you. If not, you can always talk to me. I mean... If you want. Me. Thank you. Sunwoo. Of course. I mean, if your other friends don't mind either. I turned over to look at him confused at first. Then I remembered the time that Jisung had tried to threaten him. I let out a chuckle as he smiled awkwardly. Me. <laughs> They're good kids, just a bit overprotective. Sunwoo. Ah, oh, I see. Any? Are you feeling better now? Me. I think so, Sunwoo. Good. 
You should try to get some sleep then. Me. You too. Your brain needs to rest. He smiled at me and we said goodbye. I went back inside and laid down. Even though I didn't feel too sleepy, I fell asleep quickly. I woke up a few hours later and got ready for work. There was still a bit of a mess from the boys, but I left it alone for the time being. I felt like a zombie, but forced myself to have a normal day. Work was busy since we opened, which kept me away for the most part, but I was so focused on my tasks I didn't even eat lunch. It was still a few hours until closing time when one of the staff came to tell me I had a visitor. I finished up what I was doing before I got up to go see who it was. As soon as I went into the front, I was greeted by the boys. Jongin, Luna, we thought you would take the day off today. Me, I couldn't. I promised to be here. What are you all doing here? Felix, well, we wanted to see how you were doing after last night. Chengmin, Nuna, let's talk in private. He had a more serious expression, and his tone wasn't as playful as usual. I nodded and invited them to sit in the office. Me, what's going on? Minho, don't feel attacked or accused. Chengmin, Ani, Nuna, seriously, what happened last night after we left? I stared at their serious expressions. A few of them looked more worried or hurt. I sighed and explained what happened last night. Changmin, why would you talk to him at that hour? Nuna, we told you to stay away from him. Minho, Changmin, calm down. Me, how did you all know? You didn't leave? Changmin, we did, but after we told Chan Kyung that you were emotional, he wanted to be near you in case something happened. He came back upset after seeing him with you. He's been in the studio all day. Jason, I was able to calm him down a little bit after showing him the video. We all turned to face him confused. Jongin, what video? Sungmin, did you do something weird? Jason, no, well, <clears throat> after I first saw the guy, I asked Nuna if she still liked Chan Kyung. He took out his phone and played our conversation from that night. I felt a little embarrassed and the boy stayed quiet for a moment. Changmin grew frustrated and started pacing. Me, I'm sorry he misunderstood. I have nothing to hide since I didn't do anything wrong. My feelings for Chan... I turned over to Jisung, who looked back at me with wide eyes. Jisung, what's wrong? Me, are you recording me again? He shook his head rapidly. Me, you should. He stared at me for a while before Hyunjin hit his arm for him to react. He got his phone again and started recording. Me, my feelings for Chan, they never went away. But my doubts haven't either. If I can just pass these few tests that I've put for myself, if I can just reach these goals, I've already decided I'll feel worthy by then. If he still feels the same. But you all have to promise to tell me if he's... If his feelings change. I don't think I could handle the rejection. Boys. Nee, Nuna! I smiled at the boys and Changmin finally calmed down. He got a bag from Felix and put it on my desk. Changmin, we heard you haven't eaten yet. Eat this and we'll come pick you up after work. We'll really be here this time. Me. Yes, sir. Changmin. That's how you should answer me. That's how everyone should answer me. Minho. Oh, please, no. Jongin. We'll see you later, Nuna. Sungmin. Enjoy your lunch, Nuna. Hyunjin. We should go talk to that clerk. Me. Oh, please don't start trouble. Hyunjin. Who said anything about trouble? He smiled innocently and left the office. I waved goodbye and slumped down into my chair. I ate as I finished my paperwork and went out to the front to see if they needed help. I restocked a few items and assisted a few customers. Before I knew it, it was already closing time. I let the staff go early and closed up by myself. I was leaving everything set up for tomorrow when I heard someone walk in. I turned to see Felix and Changbin coming in. Changbin, 
Are you done? Me. Yeah, I'm just leaving this ready for tomorrow morning. They helped me stack a few boxes and we headed out afterwards. Manager Kim greeted me as we got into the car. As we neared the apartment, we passed by the convenience store where Sunwoo was outside cleaning up the tables. Changbin immediately looked at him, then at me. Changbin, was was that him? Me. Sunwoo? Yes. Didn't you see him last time? Changbin, I didn't get a good look and I didn't want to know his name. Stop being so friendly. Me. So should I stop talking to you? Changbin, no. I like you, but just as an older sister. You're Chan Kyung's love. I'm not competition. But he is, and I don't like him because of that. Me. He's only competition if he stands a chance. I don't like Sunwoo the same way I like Chan. Sunwoo is just another friend. Felix. Whoa, Nuna, you sounded so cool just now. Changmin. Then you need to reject that guy right now. I rolled my eyes and got out of the car. I thanked Manager Kim for the ride before turning to leave. Changmin. What about thanking us? Thank you for coming along and for helping me back at the store. Changbin. That's it? Me. What else? Changbin. Well, I don't know. I walked back over to them and motioned for each of them to grab my hands. They hesitantly each held my hand and looked at me a bit confused. Me. Sincerely thank you all. All of you have been such great support. You've made it easier for me to grow and heal. I feel like I owe you all too. Felix. No, don't feel burdened. Changbin. Wait. Didn't you get us souvenirs? Me. Manager Kim, weren't you all leaving? We'll have the welcome party another day. Go back safely. Good night. I let go of their hands and waved goodbye before running towards the elevator. I heard Changbin yelling after me and just laughed to myself. I went inside and was about to clean up when I noticed that it had already been done. Did Oma stop by? I shrugged it off and went to wash up before going to bed. Since I was physically and mentally exhausted, I was able to fall asleep quickly. I had a dream that I couldn't quite remember, but it made me feel emotional as I woke up. I tried to remember what it was about, but couldn't. I heard a notification come in on my phone, so I turned around to pick it up. Message. Oni, I miss you so much and the boys. And Oma, why didn't you call me or message me after work? How did it go? Me. Sorry, it was just busy and I didn't sleep well. How was your first night? Anji. Oh. I went to orientation and looked around the campus. It's such a big change. I don't think I have enough time to mentally prepare for this. Me. Sorry, I have to go. Let's talk later. Onji. Ugh, fine. I should probably be sleeping anyway. Me. Sleep well. I'll try to send you a video message later. I promise. Onji. Okay, deal. I got out of bed and got ready for work. It was another busy day as we received more inventory and had more orders coming in from our online page. Why did we set this up before she left? I was feeling a bit overwhelmed when I heard a familiar voice call out to me. I finished organizing the receipts and orders before looking up and seeing Sunwoo coming towards me. I smiled and greeted him. Me. Sunwoo, what brings you here? Sunwoo. Oh, my sister sent me here to pick up her order. I didn't know you worked here. Me. Mm. My best friend is the owner and I'm the manager. Sunwoo. Whoa, you girls are awesome. He gave me a big smile and a thumbs up. I laughed shyly and shook my head. Me. What's your sister's name? Sunwoo. Sunmi. Kim Sunmi. I looked it up on the computer and went to grab it for him. On my way over, however, I kept getting asked for help. Sunwoo noticed and came up to me. He quietly took the box and I turned back to help the customer. When I finished, I looked over to the counter and saw Sunwoo still standing there, talking with a customer. I went over and heard that she was asking him for help. I tried to intervene, but Sunwoo said he didn't mind helping. Before I could object, I got called to help someone else. I went back to the register and started charging the customers. After the customers died down, I turned to Sunwoo to thank him for helping when he didn't have to. 
Sunu, ah, I don't mind, really. Me, still, you didn't have to stay. I'm sure you had better things to do. Sunu, it's really okay. But don't you need more employees? Me, if it continues to be this busy, I think I won't have a choice. Sunu, then would you consider hiring me? Me, of course, I think you passed the interview just based on how you handled today. Staff, oh, definitely. Oni, are you going to hire him? Me. Sunwoo, can you send me your resume? I just want to confirm with the owner. Staff, ah, you know she trusts your judgment. Me. Yes, but I don't want her to feel like I want to exclude her since she's not here. Sunwoo, I understand. Can I just give it to you at home? Staff, oh my, are you two dating? Sunwoo, no, we're just neighbors. Staff, then Sunwoo, are you single? Sunwoo's cheeks flushed and he looked over at me shyly. He stuttered and hesitated to answer, but eventually said yes. Staff, then are you free tonight? Sunwoo, uh, I have work tonight. Sorry, maybe next time. Staff, uh, really? Okay, then here's my number. My name is Nayeon. Sunwoo, um, nice to meet you. I'll get going now. I'll see you later, Annie. I nodded and waved goodbye. Nayeon turned to me suspiciously. Nayeon, Ani. Are you sure you two aren't dating? Me. I'm positive. I have someone else I like. Nayeon. You do? Who is it? Is it one of those guys who came looking for you? Me. It's a mutual friend. Nayeon. Whoa. Daebak. Oni. I can't believe you're actually telling me these things. I looked up at her to see her surprised expression. She walked up to the counter and leaned in closer. Nayeon. Are we friends now? Me. No. I'm your manager. I smiled at her and she frowned, but eventually smiled before walking away. I finished with what I was doing and went back to my desk to finish up the paperwork for the day. The rest of the day flew by and Nayeon came to say goodbye. She broke me from my trance and I got up to go close out the register and pay her before she left. As I was about to lock the door, I saw a camera flash. I froze on the spot and felt my heart drop. I quickly came to my senses and locked the door and went to turn off the lights. I stood still, staring out the window, waiting for someone to approach the store or pass by. Please tell me it wasn't aimed at me. I slowly reached for my phone, but didn't turn it on. What if they can see me, but I can't see them? Ugh, how am I supposed to call for help? I inched towards the office as quietly as possible and closed the door behind me. Oh, she isn't here. Who can I call? I was afraid of calling the boys in case it was a trap to catch us together. I felt my phone vibrate and saw that it was Felix calling me. Felix, please tell me you aren't here yet. Felix, why? What's wrong? Me. I was locking the door when I saw a camera flash. I don't know if that reporter is here. Felix, oh, we just got here. Is there a back door? Me. Yeah, it's a narrow alleyway, though. Just meet me at the corner cafe. I'll make sure no one is following me. Felix, but what if they're waiting for you? Nuna, it could be dangerous. Me. Then what should we do? Felix, let's call the police so they can make sure no one is there. We'll check around. Me, no, what if you guys get recognized? What if it's a trap by the reporter? Felix, your safety is important. Me, so is yours. Felix, please, just wait for me at the cafe. I hung up and called the detective from last time. I gathered my things and made sure the back door was locked before going up to the front. I tried to stay as hidden as possible and waited until I saw the detective. As soon as I saw him, I went to unlocked door and spoke to him. I explained what had happened and he agreed to take a look around. He came back a while later and said no one seemed to be around the area. I apologized and thanked him for coming before going to the cafe to meet up with Felix. As soon as I reached the cafe, Felix and Jong-un jumped out of the car and asked if I was okay. 
I told him not to worry as nothing seemed to be wrong. We got into the car and headed towards my apartment. Jongin, Nuna, are you sure everything is okay? Me, I guess so. The detective looked around and didn't find anyone. Maybe I just overreacted. Felix, it's better to be safe. We agreed and we finally arrived at the apartment. The boys and their manager got down with me. Manager Kim, I hope you don't mind, but they said you had promised to have the welcome party today. Me, ah, yes, it's all right, don't worry. We went inside as he left and saw the others already comfortably sitting down, waiting for us. I chuckled and went to drop off my bag and coat in my room. I came back to the kitchen and grabbed the plates and cups to set the table for the boys. Minho came over and helped pass them out, and Hyunjin began unpacking all the food. Jason, that clerk wasn't there this time. Do you know anything, Nuna? Me. No. Why? Jason, just me. Maybe it was his day off. Oh, wait. Changwen, what are you talking about? Me. Sunwoo, he came by the boutique today. Changwen, he followed you to work? Maybe he's the stalker. Me. No, he went there to pick up his sister's online order. But when Nayeon asked him out, he said he was busy. I assumed he'd be working. Changbin. Nuna! We told you, it's because he likes... Just then we heard the doorbell ring and I went over to answer. The boys followed me, wondering who it could be at this hour, and when I opened the door, Sunwoo was there. His eyes grew wide as the boys swung open the door and he saw them all behind me, glaring at him. Sunwoo. Oh, oh, I didn't know. Oh, I just came to... Jisung. I told you she's going to get back together with my hyung. Me. Guys, that's not why he's here. Please don't be rude. Changbin. If you continue being nice to him, he's going to get the wrong idea. I rolled my eyes and stepped outside after closing the door. Me. Sorry about that. Like I said, they're overprotective. Is that your resume? Sunwoo. Uh, yes. Here you go. He seemed even more flustered than usual. He seemed to hesitate a bit before finally speaking up again. Sunwoo. Who... Who is his young? Me. Hmm? I had been looking over his resume and didn't quite hear his question. Sunwoo. Are you really going to date his young again? I looked at him as he stared at me with his wide brown eyes and anxious look. Me. Well, if he still accepts me. Why? Sunwoo. Uh, nah. I was just curious since he keeps bringing it up. I'll see you later. I'll let you get back to your friends. Me. Sunwoo. Why didn't you want to go out with Nayeon? He turned back to look at me and shyly responded. Sunwoo, I already have someone I like. I'm just not good at rejections. I nodded, but before I could answer, the door opened and the boys came out and dragged us both inside. They sat us down on the couch, but before they could say anything, I gave them all a look and they immediately nodded. Minho, Sunwoo, can we ask how old you are? Sunwoo, I'm 27 years old. Me, really? Wow, you look so young. Sunwoo, thanks. Felix, so, you're older than Nuna. Jongin, what do you do besides working at the convenience store? Sunwoo, uh, I'm studying for the civil service exam. Changmin, aren't you too old? Sunwoo, uh, I was taking care of my sick grandmother before she passed away, so I came here to live on my own. Boys, sorry about that. Me, uh, sorry, Sunwoo, you don't have to answer any. Sunwoo, uh, it's alright, it's been two years, I'm okay now. Me, are you sure? He nodded and smiled sweetly. I had to admit, Sunwoo was very attractive and charismatic, but I didn't feel anything towards him. I really hope I don't have to reject him. He seems like a reliable friend. I don't want to lose him. Changbin changed the subject and we started eating before all the food got cold. Every now and then, one of them would mention Chan and watch for his reaction. 
We finished the little party and I told the boys it was time to clean up. Me. I have work tomorrow, so I have to go to bed. Boys. Yes, Nuna, we'll clean up our mess. Someone and the others got up and started throwing away the trash and washing the dishes. They swept up all the confetti and finally finished cleaning as I ended up falling asleep on the couch without warning. I woke up the next morning covered in my blanket. I sat up and saw a note on the coffee table. Note. Sorry we kept you up late. Don't worry. We didn't bully Sunwoo Hyung too much. We'll talk to you later, Nuna. Have a good day at work. I smiled to myself as I got ready for work. The days went by similarly to this. I would go to work and the boys would take me home. Lunji had approved of hiring Sunwoo so we saw each other more often. He would offer to go home together, but the boys would always go despite me telling them they didn't need to. There were a few rare days that they couldn't, so I took the bus with Sunwoo. Not once did he ever confess across the line, so I felt comfortable with him, and he became a really close friend that I could depend on. On this particular day, I ended up feeling anxious for some reason. I had been doing so well, feeling more confident and accomplished. Dr. Beck said that I may no longer need her, but that it was a good thing. Maybe it was because of that. I knew I shouldn't depend on her, but I guess I had grown attached to her. I was in the office taking deep breaths and trying to stay calm. Sunwoo came in and rushed over to me, asking if I was okay. I nodded and kept trying to stay calm. Sunwoo, do you need anything? Water? Tea? I shook my head and he seemed to grow even more worried. Sunwoo, come on, let's get you some fresh air. He helped me up and locked up the store for me. I instinctively walked over to the park and sat down on my favorite bench. Sunwoo sat down next to me and put down my bag. We sat there in silence for a while before I decided to confide in him. I had already calmed down, but being there again after so long made me nostalgic. Me. Sunwoo? He turned to me and stared intently, waiting for me to speak. Me. Did you know? My first love. We would come here for our lunch dates. I was so shy back then, so I didn't talk much, and I always was afraid of losing him, but he fell for me just like that. We eventually got married, but... That night after the wedding, we were hit by a drunk driver and he eventually died. I lost my mind for a while, but sometime later I met Chan. And on this same bench, I became interested in him. And now you... You... I turned to him and grabbed his hand. I hope we haven't misunderstood each other. You really are an important friend. I don't want to lose you. Am I being selfish? He smiled softly and shook his head as he squeezed my hand. Sunwoo. It's alright. As long as I can be by your side and help you, I'm okay. Chen is really lucky to have you won you over. I'm sure he's still waiting for you. Me. This must be a lucky bench. It's helped me get close to some pretty amazing people. I turned back to watch the evening sky. We stayed sitting there quietly for a few minutes before a phone call broke the silence. I checked to see that it was Onji. I answered while we stood up to catch the bus. I talked to Onji for a while before she had to hang up. Sunwoo and I walked up to our floor together and said goodnight as we reached my door. A few weeks went by when suddenly Nayeon came into the office looking worried. Me. Nayeon? What's wrong? She hesitantly showed me her phone where she had an article open. I looked through it and realized it was about me and Sunwoo. What the? Why would they write this? They even posted pictures of me leaving work with him and photos of us at my apartment. Oh, I can't handle this right now. I was starting to feel anxious and was on the verge of a panic attack. Sunwoo came in to apologize, but I felt like I couldn't breathe. I was confused and angry. 
I felt my phone vibrate but ignored it. Just breathe. Just breathe. You can face this. You can overcome this. I managed to calm myself down and was about to check the missed call when we heard commotion at the front door. We all ran out to see what was going on. Felix, Jongin, and Jisung were there surrounded by reporters. The boys kept trying to fend them off, but the reporters wouldn't budge. I was growing angry and was about to say or do something when Sunwoo ran up to the reporters and yelled at them. Sunwoo, if you don't want to get sued for harassment and public disturbance, then I suggest you back off. Now. He grabbed the boys and pulled them inside and was able to shut the door before the reporters could try to go inside. They kept taking pictures and shouting questions. There were a few customers still inside, so I went around apologizing to them and gave them a discount coupon for their next purchase. I told Nayeon to get them a free tea or water and took the boys to the office. Jongin, Nuna, are you okay? Me, I don't know. I don't understand. I let myself fall into my chair and buried my head in my hands. Sunwoo, I'm sorry I caused this misunderstanding. Jisung, it's okay, Hyung. They would have probably used one of us instead. Sunwoo, but why are the reporters here? Why did they write that article? Jisung, you, you don't know who we are? Sunwoo shook his head and Jisung grew flustered. Jisung, have you ever heard of stray kids? Sunwoo thought for a moment but shook his head again. Jisung stared blankly at him. Jisung, wah, have you been living under a rock? How do you not know who we are? Felix, that's not the point right now. Jongin, Hyung wanted us to check up on you, but he's a little confused about me. He must be doubting my feelings. Jisung, Ani, well, Sunwoo, that's crazy. He should have more faith in her. She's been very loyal to him. Felix, yeah, but their job is to be convincing. Sunwoo clenched his jaw and fist. He looked around before storming out. We all ran behind him to see what he was up to. He grabbed Nayeon's hand and pulled her away from the customer. Sunwoo, do you still like me? Nayeon was in shock but managed to nod. Sunwoo, then today is day one. He went over to the door and unlocked it before stepping outside. Sunwoo, I would like you all to please leave this premises and retract your original article. This article has caused a grand misunderstanding between me and my actual girlfriend. He raised his hand, showing off Nayeon, who grew embarrassed. Sunwoo, me and Annie are friends and we have been neighbors for two years. She helped me get this job that allowed me to continue my studies as well as gave me the chance to meet my girlfriend. As Annie is now my manager, our relationship is kept purely professional. However, due to people following her home, she didn't feel safe going home alone, and since we live next to each other, naturally, I helped her out. Now, if you all don't mind, we have a business to run. If you don't leave on your own accord, we will be forced to call the police. Thank you. He bowed and came back inside with Nayeon. Nayeon quietly let go of his hand and went back to work. Sunwoo followed her, but before he could say anything, she spoke. Nayeon, you don't have to explain. I know you only said that to help Oni. Sunwoo looked at her calmly and grabbed her hand again. Sunwoo, actually, I have been thinking about how to... Nayeon, I meant what I said. She looked up at him and blushed. I turned around and went back into the office as the others followed behind me. Felix, well, hopefully that solves that issue. Jongin. What about Hyung? Me. Don't worry, that should be solved soon too. I hope. They nodded and got called by their manager. I showed them the back door and we said goodbye. As soon as I tried to focus on work again, Changbin called to yell at me for not being more careful. I told him we could have a meeting and he agreed. He hung up and then sent me a message telling me to stop by their company after work, along with the address. 
I put my phone down and focused on work again. I was so focused that Nyon and Sun Wu had to come in and get my attention. Me. Ah, uh, sorry. I didn't realize how late it was. Did Jihyo leave already? Nyon. No, she's cleaning up the front. I nodded and went out to, re to the register. Me. Jihyo, you can leave it. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Come get your pay. Jihyo. It's alright. I'm almost done anyway. Seriously, I take the morning off and come back to a circus. What the heck happened? Me. Uh, sorry about that. Jihyo. But are you okay? Me. I will be. She finished up and came over to the counter. She reached for my hand and leaned in. Jihyo. My boyfriend is a lawyer. Do you want to sue them? Me. No, it's alright. I'll give them their article soon. She gave me a worried look and reached into her purse. She pulled out a business card and left it on the counter before getting her payment and walking out after saying goodbye. I waved goodbye and looked at the card. This must be her boyfriend's business card. I looked at her for a moment before deciding to keep it. Just in case. Sunwoo, I know it may not be a good idea, but do you want to go home together? Me, I have to stop by somewhere first. You should take this chance to ask her on a date. I nodded towards Nayon and he hesitated. Me, what's wrong? Sunwoo, no, it's nothing. Me, please don't play with her feelings. If you don't like her, just be honest, but at least also try to give her a chance. I mean, since you said that earlier. He nodded quietly and said goodbye. He walked over to her and asked her to a coffee date, to which of course she agreed to. I finished closing and called a taxi to take me to the company. I texted the boys that I was already on my way and would be there shortly.